Welcome to today's show, everybody. You're listening to Faithful on the Clock, the podcast with the big dream of getting your faith and work aligned. And I'm your host, Wanda Thibodeau. Today's episode is going to be super fun because I'm talking for just a few minutes about how to use play in your office to get spectacular results. If you're ready to lighten it up, let's see what it's all about. Now, I don't know about you. I might be dating myself a little bit. You know, I'm <laughs> coffee years old. Uh, but I remember it wasn't all that long ago when leaders were incredibly tight-tied about what happened in their businesses. Um, everything was super serious, basically because everybody had this idea that you had to be serious to really get to any sort of competitive endpoint. And there was this mentality like if you let up a little, you'd somehow be wasting people's time and disrespecting them in the business somehow. And yeah, you still got some traditionalists who still subscribe to that way of thinking. But what's really interesting to see happen is that um, as leaders are emphasizing these more open ways of working, they're also letting go of this approach where every minute has to be straight faced. They're doing things like encouraging team members to go ahead and share funny stories. They're organizing events like potlucks or sports games. I've heard of companies doing things like attaching their webinars to raffles. I know one company I worked with um, even did an after hours wine tasting online where they sent everybody bottles of wine ahead of time. So why is this happening? I mean, you can be more transparent and have amazing integrity and still keep everything really formal. Well, I think it's finally clicked for business leaders that results, um, you know, that's the thing that everybody wants. That's the prize. Results only come as a result of good relationships. And that's where play comes in handy because it really kills a couple of birds with one stone. It firstly gives people a platform to see who people really are on a deeper level. Um, somebody's going to behave way differently on a basketball court than they do when they're in some marketing meeting or whatever. And you need to see all of that to really understand how you best can tap each other and communicate. And secondly, it's really an outlet for all the stress people have so that they can have better interactions. We know stress is an incredible problem right now. Burnout's really high. And so leaders are supporting play in the office because they know that and because they want to use every tool they have to keep people performing. And third, if you think about motivating people, all of those fun things, they give people something to look forward to. So they actually want to work and be around each other. So it's about building these relationships and having a high quality social experience but it's also a very practical and intentional financial and competitive strategy. Now, if you look at scripture, we know that God's followers, um, you know, maybe they didn't go out and do a live stream reveal or any of that, but they did have fun. Nehemiah 12 verse 27, for example, says that they celebrated joyfully. They had a bunch of music, brought in the Levites to party for the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem. And Isaiah 65 verse 18 too, that says, but be glad and rejoice forever in what I will create. For I will create Jerusalem to be delight and its people a joy. So there we can take not just this command to be happy in what God does for us, but we also can take it as a model for what to do in our own innovation too. 
And then the final verse I want you to keep in mind is Hebrews 13, verse 17. It talks about submitting to authority and having confidence in your leadership. But it specifically says to do that because it's not going to benefit you if the people who oversee you aren't joyful in their work. And all of these verses can help you to see that you do need a balance between your hard effort and the chance to just take stock and reconnect and relax. That we all can influence the joy others have and that work is really not meant to just suck the life out of us. The question is, how can you have fun? And as I mentioned before, you got a ton of options. Some companies do humor or bucket list bulletin boards. Um, they let de workers decorate for events. You can bring in fidget toys, put in video games or funny movies in the break room. You know, whatever you want. But by far the best thing to do there is to just talk to your people. Get some feedback, get out on the floor and see what people are actually into. You want to make sure that you're not just assuming what they enjoy or it's really going to be awkward and fall flat. Once you have some idea of what's going to make the team perk up, then you want to step up your communications. Everybody needs to know about the new programs. You got to make it really easy for people to sign up for things. And they need to know what the point of all the silliness is, especially if it's kind of a new thing for the team. But that's a great opportunity for you to say, yeah, you know, we're doing these things because we want to keep our doors open, sure. But we also really want to be clear that your mental and physical health means something. It all ties back to your values. And that connects to your reputation too, because everybody knows it's your employees who really are the best brand advocates you'll ever have. And another communication thing is, you've gotta make a real effort to include everybody. So for example, especially right now, you have to find creative ways to get your remote workers to play along because they're not gonna be in person and they might not have access to what your in-person people do. And within that, you have to think about everybody's different realities and be courteous and empathetic. For example, your remote people, they might not be too excited about a video game tournament because they're forced to be in front of a screen for more hours anyway. And last but not least, clarify what the boundaries are. You know, Romans 14 verse 17 says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So you need to state exactly what your expectations are and what kinds of attitudes and behaviors you're going to tolerate. Don't let people start assuming that you're going to just let them start totally goofing off and letting go of their responsibilities because that's not what play is about and you don't want people to keep going with the wrong impression. So as you put all this together, you can go as small or as big as you want. That's really up to what your team prefers and what you can afford to do. Um, and if you go big, you can have people in your HR department whose entire job it is to come up with fun stuff. I know as an example, one tech security company I've worked with, they have that, um, they actually call it their shenanigans team. So you absolutely can take a formal approach to it. You can even use metrics to look at performance or attitudes before and after your events. And then you can take those metrics to your board or your shareholders and say, hey, look, it really is improving the business. We can prove it. But I think I've gabbed enough, so I'll go ahead and pray so you can be on your way with your day. 
God, your relationship with us grants mercy and power. But the third leg in that relationship is joy. It is a core of your nature to have fun, to celebrate, to laugh. And you sent your son so that we would never be cut off from that. So as we work, make sure we don't forget that you want us to be happy and help us to use that understanding even when responsibilities are high and there's a lot on the line. In Jesus' name, amen. That wraps it up for today. So looking ahead, in the next episode, I'm going to be talking about networking. How do you build a web that really works in the age of social media? Tune in for that next week. Remember not to take yourself too seriously and be blessed. Like what you heard and want even more great Christian business content? Head on over to patreon.com forward slash faithful on the clock to become a supporting member for the show. You'll get access to options like early episode access, bonus episodes, videos, Bible studies, curated articles, and more in a tier plan that's right for you. Show your support for this podcast, and remember, enormous change can start with you.